you are enough just as you are. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to prove. There's nothing else to do. But there's this need to love ourselves a little deeper and accept ourselves a little deeper. And this is something that I strive to do in in my classes to remind myself that I am enough, that I don't need to be doing all these crazy poses to feel enough or to feel qualified enough that just as I am is enough. And this is something that I want people to remember that they're enough just as they are right here. They don't need any modifiers. They don't need any fixing. You're enough as you are. Hi, I'm Derek Mills. Welcome to the newest episode of our 30-minute interview series with Glow Teachers. This episode is an exception in that it's a bit longer than 30 minutes. Gustavo Patron started our interview by speaking about his feelings of vulnerability and his struggles with imposter syndrome. He said that it's important to share about this because he wants you to know that you are enough as you are. He believes we all can accomplish epic things if we bring what he calls our inner advocate to the surface and give less time to our inner critic. That's one theme of a six-month journaling book that Gustavo is excited to have recently published. It's called Grounded Practice. The journal is intended to support your personal growth and manifestation journey. We'll link to Gustavo's Grounded Purpose website in our episode notes. We also talk about Gustavo's experiences working with Team Glow and the importance of taking time to breathe. In fact, he explored breathwork when he guest hosted the Glow podcast and interviewed Jay Bradley, a breathwork teacher and healer. You can find that episode on the Glow podcast feed, and we'll link to it in the episode notes. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Gustavo. Hi, Gustavo. Hi, Derek. It's so nice to finally get to sit with you and chat. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> it has. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Oh, likewise, likewise. Prepping for our conversation, I listened to your interview with Michael Constable, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. on his podcast, Reaching Out. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend everyone listen to it because it it will provide a much deeper dive into you and your journey and you're so um open and vulnerable in terms of your sharing uh, that it's it's just wonderful to hear and inspiring he was expressing how much he loves your classes and mm-hmm. the ways in which you you create a feeling in him invariably one that leaves him re- rejuvenated nourished and um feeling well in general and you said well i speak the words that i need to hear meaning you speak the words that you need to hear to yourself while you're teaching and so it makes sense that if that's what you're needing like it's coming across for yourself as quite authentic and and important in the moment that it would make sense that others would feel that and i was wondering if you could just unpack that for us of course. I I love that conversation with Michael. He has been a dear student of mine for so many years. And I was so honored that I got to be a part of that podcast interview as well. And just share more about my story with coming out. 
he particularly states that he loved the way that he feels after class. I believe he said something along the lines of, you always say exactly what I need to hear. Mm, that's right. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that that is landing with you because normally um, I speak the words that I need to hear. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, a true testament of my vulnerability and just sharing that with, with people because I, I have feelings of not being good enough. I often struggle with imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to do this? And I think it's it's really important to to share our insecurities and our vulnerabilities with the world because people can relate to that. People don't relate to perfect. We all have uh, different lives. And if we can just get a glimpse into someone else's life and know that their life is not well put together, then I think that it can gives us that confidence and that uh, ability to to know that it's okay to mess up and it's okay if it's uh, messy and if it's sweaty, if it's chaotic. Other people can inspire you. It is so powerful to be in the presence of someone who helps us see that we're not alone. No matter what we're going through, you're right. It is so easy to feel as though this is only happening to me. Why me? And you know, also in preparing for our conversation, I, uh, I took two of your classes. I, first of all, I want to thank you for doing the free ten-minute loving kindness meditation on on our Instagram feed, and and also uh, your love your body flow, and you know, speaking. Uh, about what you said earlier in terms of being enough, that's a class where you remind us a few mm -hmm. times that mm -hmm. we're enough. And I just so much appreciate that about you and 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 how you guide people you know, in that moment of, of vulnerability and opening during a class to remind us of something so important and helpful. Thank you. Thank you for, for mentioning that. I oftentimes forget what I say in classes because it just comes like in the moment. <laughs> and I always like to say that what I say is not mine. It's coming from like the universe. I'm just like a vessel that is being channeled through. And in that, that day, I just needed those words, I guess. You are enough just as you are. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to prove. There's nothing to else to do, but there's this need to love ourselves a little deeper and accept ourselves a little deeper. And this is something that I strive to do in, in my classes to remind myself that I am enough, that I don't need to be doing all these crazy poses to feel enough or to feel qualified enough um, that just as I am, is enough. And this is something that I want people to remember that they're enough just as they are right here. They don't need any modifiers. They don't need any fixing. You're enough as you are. And I wonder if you would agree with this next statement. For me, the more that I can embody that and live that, the, the more ease I seem to experience in terms of manifesting aspects of my life that 
are important to me. And you know, also while going through your Instagram feed, I noticed uh, a post where you refer to a 2018 vision board and on it you had teaching for glow, which <laughs> seeing that uh, just melted my heart and that was so sweet. And it, it seemed to me a good segue into us talking about the, the launch of your uh, grounded practice and your new guided manifestation journal. So huge congratulations on getting that out. And I was wondering if you could just talk us through how that came to be. Of course. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. It's, it's been a long time coming, actually. It's been four years in the making. And um, something, again, going back to I am enough, right? Believing that I am worthy of attracting whatever it is that I desire. And it's it's taking a lot of therapy and it's taking a lot of daily rituals to remind myself and embody this idea that I am enough and I am worthy of receiving whatever it is that I desire and that I dream of. So this is why I wanted to create Grounded Practice as a tool to help me and also help whoever gets their hands on this beautiful journal to reprogram their subconscious mind. We all have within us this well of wisdom and intelligence, but oftentimes we block it because we focus so much on not feeling worthy or, or not feeling enough. But when we can reprogram our subconscious mind, when we can retrain our brain to remember that, yes, you are good enough and yes, you are worthy, we can achieve and attract a lot of epic things into our lives. So Grounded Practice came to me as a vision one day when I was journaling. My therapist had me journal, um, list all the negative things you think about often. And I was like, wait, what? You really want me to do this? She was like, yeah, please do this. And I was like, well, how much time do you have? Because I can fill like multiple pages of this. She was like, take as much time as you like. I mean, remember, we're done in 50 minutes. So be mindful of that. <laughs> but anyhow, um, so I wrote down a lot of negative thoughts that I believed were true. Like you are too fat to be a yoga instructor. You're not qualified enough. You have a weird accent that people probably don't understand. Like no one wants, no one wants to listen to you. Um, yeah, you definitely don't look the part. Things of that nature, Derek. And she helped me reframe that. She coached me through some affirmations. And I am a big proponent of affirmations. I list my affirmations every single day. Uh, in the journal, there's a prompt for, for people to list their affirmations and you do that first thing in the morning so that you are setting the energetic tone of the day and you remind yourself that, Hey, I am worthy and deserving of all the goodness that wants to come into my life. So that was the main reason why I wanted to create grounded practice to equip people with daily tools and practices that they can implement into their lives to realign with that essence within themselves that knows that they are worthy and deserving of all their dreams, their aspirations, their goals, and their desires. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad you did not let that inner critic 
sway you. Oh, Derek, if you, I mean, (laughs) there were times, even when it went to printing, that even when it went to printing, I'm like, what am I doing? What is this? You're about to embark on a new journey, and I know nothing about publishing a book. I know nothing about marketing a book. Like, what are you doing? There were a few sleepless nights, for sure, where my mind was just like, oh, what are you getting yourself into? Who do you think you are? Um, You're not qualified for this. (laughs) Again, going back to that inner (laughs) critic. But then um, I also know that there is this inner advocate within me that is always rooting for me and is always my biggest cheerleader. So I decided to rely more on my inner advocate and be like, okay, we got this and we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We don't know what we're doing, but we're figuring it out and we're going to go with it. So um, I I just had to start. I just had to start. And the first version um, was, was beautiful. And the second version is coming and this is just a testament that just put it out there. Don't wait for it to be perfect because you're going to be waiting a long time. There's always a reason not to. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, anything, anything can happen. But I feel like if the intention behind it is there, it's clear, everything will work itself out in the way that it's meant to work itself out. That's right. So whenever I created this journal, I set the intention for it to reach people at whatever season of their life it finds them, to empower them, to speak more highly of themselves, to treat themselves with kindness, and to go after their dreams and their desires. Life is just too short to spend it doing one thing. And I believe that it's okay for us to shift gears every so often and pivot and try different things. We're meant to experience this human life we get in doing anything that we desire. So this is why I wanted to create Grounded Practice to remind people that they are limitless, they are boundless, to not let their perceived limitations and their limiting beliefs keep them from going after what they want. You mentioned earlier affirmations, and, and just now you, you listed a few others. Uh, people are going to have to buy the book to get to all of the tools. <laughs> I, I was curious, you referred earlier to the subconscious and, and kind of rewiring. Is there a prompt or a method that you feel gets to these kind of more hidden subconscious aspects that, that, that are harder for us to see about ourselves? So what I've learned through through my research in the subconscious mind and manifestation is that what we think about the most shows up. What we focus on expands where our attention goes, energy flows. So a lot of the times we are so used to replaying the same reel every single day. Research states that we have about 60,000 or so thoughts a day. And those thoughts, about 80% of those thoughts tend to be low energy, meaning negative. And we tend to have about 90% of those thoughts every single day. So in a way we are reliving the same day 
just in a different day. The same thoughts are happening on a different day. So by us interrupting that negative pattern and repeating it often, because it takes a while, repetition uh, can help us reprogram our subconscious mind. The research states that when we repeat something over and over and over again, it can become second nature. It can become almost like automatic. Like once you learn how to ride a bike, like you'll never forget, right? You can hop right on. You might be a little wobbly at first, but then you get your bearings and you feel strong. You feel supported on the bike. So the same thing can be said about practicing. And this is what we call it a practice because it's something that you get to do every day. It's not something that you check off a list once and I'm good to go. See you later. It's, <laughs> it's something that we get to practice every day. And the same thing applies to our mats. When we step on our mats, every single time that we step on our mats, we have a different experience. And the beautiful thing about rewiring our subconscious mind is to notice, is this my inner critic speaking or is it my inner advocate? Who am I going to favor the most today? Who do I want to hang out with the most today? And I want to hang out with my inner advocate more because they, they're they rooting for me. My inner critic kind of like puts me down a lot. And it's not a cute feeling. I, I just feel really let down by them. So I kind of want to cut ties with him. <laughs> <laughs> they're automatic. Like they're pre-thought. Ex exactly. And, <laughs> and it just happens so normal and natural that you're like, you don't even like realize that it, you're thinking that you're like, Oh, that's normal. Um, so going back to your question, I don't believe I answered it. One of the methods that has worked for me in my personal practice is to write down affirmations and write them down and also feel the feeling that arises when I write it down. For instance, what does it feel like in my body to know that I am worthy of deserving good things. Do I start to contract? Do I start to feel uneasy? Or do I start to expand and feel more receptive? Like noticing where in your body you're feeling that. Exactly, exactly. And at first it's gonna feel silly and it's gonna feel like it's a lie. But then the more you practice this, the more second nature it's going to become. You're learning a new programming, so it's going to feel awkward it's going to feel so weird again right. going back to like stepping on our mats the first time that you step on your mat you're like wait what's happening how i can't even balance practice 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 um it's going to help us get more confident at whatever it is that we are exploring whether it be a yoga a new yoga pose learning to manifest learning a new skill practice helps us feel more confident and I know we'll get to at the end where people can find you, but uh, I want people to know now, where can they find your book? The website is called thegroundedpractice.com. And I haven't shared a lot of this with people. I, I made a post about it a few weeks ago, but the reason I decided to name the journal Grounded Practice is because I wanted my initials to be part of the title. Oh, Gustavo, that's cool. I, did not, I didn't realize that. Gustavo yeah. uh, Padron, Grounded Practice. And I wanted the journal to be titled Something Practice because it is a daily practice. It is something that you want to do every day. It takes about four minutes 
two minutes in the morning, four minutes at night. There's um, prompts in the morning that ask you to list what is the intention for today. What is it that you want to get done today? Whether it be something that is more general or something that is really specific. What are your affirmations today? And what are you manifesting? What is it that you are calling into your life? Again, going back to repetition, because when we do something every single day, right, we start to create this compound effect that eventually builds more momentum. And we also start to bring those new thoughts of our inner advocate more to the surface. And we start believing that we are worthy and we start believing that we are good enough just as we are. And that gives us the confidence we need to reach out to someone and being like, hey, I want to teach for Yoga Glow. What are the steps? Are you hiring? (laughs) That's what I did. You know, like going back to that vision board we're talking about earlier, I put her on the vision board. And this is something that I talk about in the journal, Derek, because manifestation is such a buzzword right now. It's like so so out there. And manifestation is more than wishful thinking. Manifestation is not just like, oh, let me think about it. And it's going to land on my lap. It takes Um, work. Good luck with that, right? Yeah, but it takes action. We have to take steps to, to get there. There's no quick fix to that. Exactly, man. And, and and it's like, you know, when I was manifesting teaching for Yoga Glow, uh, I reached out. I'm like, I'm going to reach out, you know, cold email, see what's up, send a DM, follow up. How would Yoga Glow ever know that I wanted to teach on their platform if I would have never reached out? And here we yeah. are. You know, (laughs) here we are three years later, (laughs) three years later, you know, I, um, I'm teaching on this amazing platform and it's just a testament that when you put it out there and you take inspired action, you can make it happen. Coupled with a lot of hard work, exactly. you 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 put a lot of work into your craft and, you know, like you've said, you've, you, you practice a lot and you work a lot on yourself. And so uh, let's just make that clear too. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Hard work for sure. Never, never diminish hard work. Uh, and I think that that comes with like taking action, right? Like being prepared. Yeah. It's like, and, and the way that I talk about, uh, setting, um, your manifestations is, you know, if you're, if that is too out there for you, think about it like a smart goal because manifestation is literally goal setting right and you mean the acronym smart i'm assuming the smart goal correct yeah making sure like your your manifestations are um specific measurable um attainable right Right. relevant to you in timely manner of course you know uh because if i said i teach i want to teach for yoga glow like that's my manifestation okay cool but like when like in 10 years like next year like, like when, like tell the universe when you want this, otherwise it's going to, it might happen, but it might happen like far along the line. Right. And also another thing with manifestation that I, that I speak to in the journal is letting go of how it's going to come about, do your part, but also like meet the universe or whatever source of your understanding halfway. You have to put in the work. You have to be prepared for that. But also, like, don't obsess about how and when it's going to come to you because sometimes there's better things out there for you. Yeah. 
like for instance, like for instance, for me, like I had this grand goal of going to medical school. Like I was going to be a doctor. Like that was my vision. I I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and. I was so burnt out in college. I was just so burnt out. And the only thing that brought me joy was going to yoga class. I could not wait to be out of classes to go take a yoga class. And one day my mentor uh, said, so what if you just take a year off and teach yoga? And I'm like, you're crazy. No, like I'm going to medical school. Like this has been my dream all my life. She was like, yeah, but it's also okay to take a break and rediscover your interest. Medical school is always going to be there. You can travel the world and get to know yourself and then go back. So after having that conversation, Derek, I just couldn't let it go. And something within me kept coming up in Shavasana, like take a break. Just relax, enjoy life. Everything is going to work itself out. And I fought it for so long. I'm like, nope, stop it. I'm going to medical school. Like, this is what I'm here to do. And it was to the point where I was getting like physically ill that I was like, okay, I I really need to take a break. I am burnt out and I'm about to start medical school. It's eight plus more years of school and very little family time very little friend time, no traveling for the foreseeable future. And that for me was like, okay, let's try it out. Let's try it out. And I'm so glad that I did because the universe had other plans for me. I don't think we would have this conversation right now if I would have taken, if I wouldn't have listened to that inner guidance that was coming through. Right. You know, I would probably be a doctor now and like, West Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and the body lets you know in your experience. Totally, totally. It like will te- the body is so wise and so smart. It keeps a score and it also is your your compass to navigate life. Yeah. It it'll, it'll know if it's like if something is expensive, you know that's a yes. If something is a little contracting, you're like, mm, there why is that resistance happening? Why do I feel so like contracted right now yeah and and it's just such a beautiful thing that you know that happens a lot on our yoga mat as well it's like what poses feel expansive for me today and every day is going to be different right what poses feel expansive for me okay i want to hang out in that pose that feels more expansive for me because that feels good you know i'm glad you said that because a question we often get is you know particularly people who are just starting out and wondering where to start and so that's a helpful reminder is you know, to listen to the body and, and to know that you don't have to do everything that the guide is telling you to do. Like you can do what, what feels right and you can modify. And, but I want to, I also wanted to thank you for hosting the episode, the glow podcast episode with Jay Bradley. Uh, that was, uh, you mentioned preparing earlier. I, it was obvious that you prepared a lot for that. It was so fun. It was so fun, Derek. That was my first time hosting a podcast and I just had a blast. Uh, Jay Bradley is also just such a joy to be around. And I believe that our conversation was just so natural. It just like flows so easily and effortlessly. And he has become a dear friend of mine after taking his uh, breath work facilitator training. Uh, I'm actually going to reach out to him soon because I want to do the advanced version. Breathwork is also another powerful tool that I have been implementing 
for a few years now. And it's made such a big difference in, in the way that I handle stress in the way that I move and navigate life. It's, it's way different than when we breathe in a yoga class, because sometimes we forget to breathe, like just us having this conversation right now, I've noticed myself like holding my breath. I'm like, why am I doing that? I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a breathwork facilitator, but we just forget because it's something that happens so automatic, like going back to our inner critic, it just happens so automatic that we get lost in that. But it's like, okay, what if I pause and pay attention to my breath? Okay. Okay. I'm breathing now. Same thing. What if I pause and notice who I'm paying attention to my inner critic or my inner advocate. It's just a beautiful practice that ties into everything. It's just so interesting that, you know, we, we forget to breathe. So I want to switch gears slightly and uh, get to some of the questions our team has provided me yeah. to ask our teachers. And so, as you know, our team behind the scenes, they so much value the time that they spend with all of you, our GLOW teachers, you know, from onboarding with you to creating the relationship to prepping for classes and so on. And so I asked them what they thought our members might like me to ask you. And so I have a, I have a list here and because we've gone a bit over on some of the other uh, parts of, of this conversation, uh, we definitely won't get to all of them. But the first one is, uh, what's it like working with Team GLOW behind the scenes? I feel so supported by them. They are just such a joy to work with. I never feel lost. I always know what I need to do, what my expectations are. And I always know that if I have a question, I can ask without feeling that it's going to ruffle feathers or it's going to create resistance. Uh, they're just so open to, to feedback, one, and two, just to like support our teachers in whatever adventure we are on, whether it's like teaching a brand new class or going into a, or trying out a new platform setting, right? Like I know we went from like live <laughs> streaming when... and sometimes like pre-recordings, um, yeah. you know? And so, so it's been really interesting to like see that shift and also like the support behind it. I, I just never feel lost and it's, it just feels really good to be supported because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your patience during this transition period. And as, as many of our members know, we made a lot of changes during the pandemic and also our team's going to love hearing that from you. So thank you. Oh, of course. And I know the answer to this question, so it's part of why I'm asking it, but we, you know, we often hear from our members that even though they haven't met GLOW instructors, they begin to feel this helpful connection that persists mm -hmm. after practicing with you, you know, on GLOW for some time. And, um, but we also hear from teachers that they meet GLOW members out there in the world and they'll, they'll come up to you and say different things, like some version of like, I don't know you, but mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I do because I'm, I'm with you every morning. Have you had mm -hmm. that? experience people reaching out to you in real life and, and yes yes um so i i want to talk a little bit about how positive the feedback has been for for my classes i often get messages on my instagram for from people practicing with me and how much they enjoy classes and 
it just makes my heart feel so happy that my classes are reaching and landing with people in whatever season of their lives they are in. My intention for teaching on GLOW is to make yoga more accessible and more fun. And I think that I am hitting those marks. And going back to your original question, uh, I've had a, a few encounters, which is just so, I don't even know what the right word is, um, mesmerizing to, to know that I am reaching people. I was in uh, Mexico City uh, last year, and my boyfriend and I were about to go into this restaurant, and they asked me for my name to to put me on the wait list. And someone in front of me was like, "Is that you, Gustavo? On like from Glow?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Hi, yes, that that's me." She was like, "Oh my god, I am from Colorado. I have been taking your classes for the last two years." Aww. I just love your classes. And I'm like, wow. The, the fact that we, out of all the places, we're both traveling the world right. and linked up in Mexico City at this particular restaurant. I was like, this was meant to happen. Yeah, This was meant to happen. And it's also happened at airports where I bumped into, into students. And at first, I think they're a little shy. They're like, I know you, but like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to like say hi. So I'm just like, I just smile. And they're like, oh my God, I just needed to come say hi. I'm like, oh my God, I love that. I love that, please. So if you ever see me just out and about, just like, come say hi. I, I promise I am really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. Oh, that's so sweet. But it's, it's, it's just so beautiful because um, teaching on GLOW, we don't get that direct feedback from seeing yeah. students on their mats. And I often wonder, I hope that this is landing with, with someone on the other side of the screen and it is for sure landing. That is a testament that it's landing. And it's, it's just such a beautiful feeling because at the end of the day, I think that we all want to feel connected and we all want to feel seen in once in some shape form. And this platform that is glow uh, allows us to do that connect through through movement through breath and it's just so beautiful so thank you for having this big vision to create a platform that helps us share more of this health and wellness with the world well thank you for trusting us with your teaching mm -hmm. so sweet Derek. We're, we're working on the challenge of how to create more of a bi-directional experience that isn't overwhelming for for both the teacher and the student um, and also scalable so as we're coming up towards the end of our conversation, uh, I know a lot of our members have on the top of their mind concepts like anxiety, stress relief, navigating burnout. If, if you feel comfortable speaking to any of those, um, is there anything you'd like to share about those topics? Yes. So burnout can be such a real be. <laughs> it's something that I oftentimes struggle with and I mentioned this to you earlier I have to schedule time on my calendar to unplug so 
I understand that um, I might be at an advantage because I, I live nearby a lot of beautiful places that I can easily unplug and turn my phone off, but not a lot of people have that privilege and that advantage. So um, I, I like to, to schedule just one day every six weeks where I am unplugged and I like to go to Dripping Springs, which is a town, it's a really small town, about 20 miles west of Austin. And I just feel so recharged there. But for, for people that don't have that advantage, I recommend just taking maybe 30 minutes for you. 30 minutes to just sit outside if you have that space and just soak up all the beautiful energy that is around you because we can all benefit from nature. Nature is one of the best medicines out there and it can reorganize, it can help us reset our energy so we feel more connected to ourselves. That is one one tip that I would encourage our listeners to, to implement. Maybe do that like once a day, that way you create this compound effect that over time, it just becomes part of what you do and you feel much more connected, much more recharged. Another thing that I am in the practice of is saying no to a lot more things. And not like in a mean way, like, no, I'm not doing that. More like, okay, how do I want to spend my energy today? Yeah, setting boundaries. Correct. Setting boundaries. Yeah. Do I want to go to that event that I got invited to or would I rather hang out with my dog on the couch? Yeah. Hanging out with my dog on the couch sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> so just like setting boundaries, like you said, and being more intentional with how I'm spending my energy, because what I've noticed when when we started emerging back from lockdown was that I was saying yes to everything. I was saying yes to everything because I felt so isolated. I hadn't seen some of my favorite people and I was just saying, yes, 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 yes. And before I knew it, I was so exhausted and so tired. Like what's happening? My energy was just leaking out of me. So I had to rally back, rally back. And that's something that I am in the practice of right now, Derek, just like, being more intentional with how I spend my energy, being more intentional with what I say yes to and not feeling guilty for saying no, because that is honoring myself. And that is a yes to me and my dog and my boyfriend and what matters to me, even though it's a no for, for somebody else. And I find it's important to try to intervene before full-blown burnout kicks in because it, it can be really hard to recover from. Oh, totally. Totally. Thank you for bringing that up because uh, that is something that I wanted to mention with like scheduling something in advance. So normally like six weeks for me is that point. Uh, it gives me something to look forward to. So I know that come that six week mark, okay, I can recharge, reset, and then come back more fresh Right. But also like, like I said earlier, you can do things every single day that can help you take a mini retreat, a mini vacation. So you recharge and reset. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that that can even be like taking a yoga class because when you're taking a yoga class, you are being guided. And something that I have found so fascinating is when I am in my head taking a yoga class and listening for the cues from the from the teacher. If I'm in my head, if I'm replaying a conversation from earlier that day, or if I'm thinking of something else, I find that I am not following along. Like I get, I fall behind the practice. Mm-hmm. Like they're cueing warrior two and I'm still in high plank. Right. I'm like, wait, where did, where did I just go? So it's a beautiful way to kind of like get lost in the movement. It becomes like a moving meditation, allows you to take a break from maybe the inner critic replaying over and over again in your mind, right? And it can be a mini retreat that also uh, doing breath work or just sitting in stillness for like one minute, right? We want to do things that are not going to feel like it's another thing that you have to do. It's another to-do list, another thing added to the to-do list, another chore you have to do. You want to make it like enjoyable. So you stick with it. I feel more relaxed just listening to you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) People do say that I have a soothing voice and I'm like, okay, I I, I will take it. Thank you. (laughs) So do you have anything upcoming either online or out there in the world that uh, you'd like to announce and where can people find you online? I know you, you mentioned the grounded practice uh, site earlier. We'll we'll put all of these links in the show notes. I am planning a wellness retreat to Morocco. <clears throat> nice. This fall. It's happening this fall. Dates are still tentative. Um, but if you want more info, I will post it on my website, gustavopadron.com. If you follow me on Instagram, I hang out a lot there often as well. Gustavo A, the letter A, Padron. And uh, I'm just so excited to go back to teaching retreats. I haven't taught a retreat since 2019, since right before the pandemic happened. So I am just so stoked to go elsewhere and continue to share the message of health, wellness, and yoga with the world. So if you want to come with me, let me know. We can have a cute little Moroccan experience. <laughs> oh man, that's going to be that's going to be amazing. What does the A stand for? Last question. My middle name, Adolfo, Gustavo Adolfo Padron. That is my full name. Gustavo, again, thank you so much for being here and, and sharing yourself with us. Thank you. Thank you, Derek, for having me. Such a joy to be in your presence. And again, thank you for trusting me with being a teacher on GLOW. I don't take this lightly. I so appreciate you and the team for all they do to make yoga more accessible. Thank you. Thank you to our entire team behind the scenes at GLOW. I'm so grateful for your care and commitment to serving our members around the world. Thank you to our teachers for so beautifully sharing your gifts and talents. I'm also grateful to our lovely community of GLOW members. You've supported us since 2008, and because of you, we get to continue to do the work we love. It's the combined support of our team, our teachers, and our community that grants me the privilege to continue to bring you the GLOW podcast. Thank you to Lee Schneider at Red Cub Agency for production support. And the beautiful music you're hearing now is by Carrie Rodriguez and her husband, Luke Jacobs. And remember, take care of yourself because our world needs you. 
Thank you for coming on this journey with me. You can find the Glow Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or glo.com slash podcast, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Derek Mills.